0: You're listening to the Brand Builders Lab podcast, episode 119. And today we are talking all about 10 steps to turn desire into action. Welcome to the Brand Builders Lab podcast. I'm your host, Suze Chadwick, founder, author, speaker, and bold branding and business coach. Right here on this podcast, you'll learn how to create an epic brand, profitable business, get marketing savvy, and we'll help you find the confidence to step up as the CEO to scale and grow. Ready? Let's go. Hey, hey, welcome back to the Brown Builders Love podcast. It is awesome to have you here as always. Welcome back to another week. I hope that you are enjoying life wherever you are, whether you have freedom or whether you are in lockdown like me. I am just taking every day as it comes. I'm currently sitting in my office and enjoying the sunshine. So today is a good day and that is what I'm going to focus on. Now, today I'm super excited to have Megan Jawalski on the podcast. She is a coach, speaker, facilitator, activist, charity founder, She has done a lot of things. She's going to share a bit of her story with you today, but she is an enthusiastic optimist who's dedicated to helping you reconnect to who you truly are with courage and conviction. You know, I love people like this. Yeah, we're all about bold and being brave and stepping up and doing stuff that is not always easy. And so today we're going to be talking about 10 steps to turn desire into action, which is all about breaking through resistance to achieving the things you really want. Now, I've had so many conversations with so many of my listeners, my community, my students, my clients, all about the fact that we have these desires, but we're not doing what it takes sometimes to achieve what we really want to achieve. And so I think it's so important to talk about this, talk about the mindset, talk about the habits, the practices, the actions that we can take. But you know something, you can't do any of that without the other things. So you can't take action unless you've got a great mindset to be able to do it. So I am excited to have this conversation. I really enjoy this conversation as well. There are a couple of resources that we talk about and you'll find the link in the show notes as well. But listen, without further ado, let's dive into this week's episode. Megan, welcome to the Brand Builders Lab podcast. Hey, thank you. It's so great to be here. Uh, So we connected on Instagram a while ago and I As I do, I just go and do a bit of an explore. I like to go and check people out. And I actually remember seeing you at the Marie Folio event as well. This um, yes. was a while ago. Remember when we
1: used to be able to go to events? I know. I know. <laughs> I remember seeing you there as well. I think we both got VIP passes. Uh, yes. Yeah. 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 So
0: no, that was such a good, that was such a good event. But I was kind of diving into what you do and was interested in, uh, you know, who you work with. And so when we kind of connected and we were talking about, I guess, how my listeners and how my community can really take action, it was something that you said that you talk about and that you're really passionate about and breaking through resistance. And so I thought you would be such a great guest to have on the podcast.
1: So I'm excited to have you here today. Thank you. I'm so excited to share this because being resilient and breaking through resistance is probably one of my favorite things to talk about. Awesome. Which is perfect because I am all about action
0: taking. So I feel like they fit together really, really well. But for those of my audience who don't know you, do you want to just give us a little bit of background about uh, who you are and what you do now, but also how you got here?
1: Yeah, sure. So as you said, my name is Megan and essentially what I do now is I work with primarily women to help them really live on purpose to make a big difference in this world. Yeah. And I'm all about helping women break through those barriers, connecting to themselves to really amplify their voices, their message and who they are to make this world really beautiful. And the reason why this is so important to me is because 11 years ago, nearly to the day, actually. I was volunteering in Zimbabwe, and I was there working with some street kids, and they'd just been housed into this home. And one night, it was about 1 a.m., and there were seven bodies lying around me on the floor, and I had this one boy, and he was 11 years old, and he was in my arms, and he was telling me his life story from the age of six to the age of 10. He was living on the streets. And he ran away from home because he knew that if he stayed at home, he could probably die at the hands of his mother or his mother's lovers. And he showed me scars all over his body from beatings eight, from, you know, he was chained for two days outside and like a dog and he was only six. And so then he told me about what happened to him on the streets and the most horrendous things you can imagine happening to a child happened to him. And as he was sharing his story with me, my heart was completely broken Tears were streaming down my face. And I looked at him and I thought, what do you say? What do you say to a child who has just shared this with you? And the only thing I could think of was to ask him. I looked at him and I just said, Brian, if you could have anything in this world, what would it be? And he looked up at me with his really big brown eyes and he said, Megan, all I want is to go to school. That was a pivotal moment for me, Suze. That was the time. And we all have these moments where we have to decide that the next thing that comes out of my mouth will change and shape the course of our life forever. Mm -hmm. And it's only by knowing what and getting really clear on who we are and what we want, can we make decisions quickly? Mm -hmm. And so I looked down at him and I said to him, for as long as you need to go to school, you will go to school. It's been 11 years, we've educated over 100 children and he's going to night school, he's working full time and we've currently educating over 40 children right now, set up a charity, we set up a school, we've bought a school building over there and um, yeah, and now we're educating over 40 children right now in Zimbabwe because of some of the things I'm going to be sharing today Mm -hmm. on this podcast, which also then led me to my mother passing away. A few years later, my mother passed away. And I remember she was given three months to live. And I remember thinking at the time how she was such a beautiful soul, but she never believed enough in herself to take the risks that she wanted to take in order to fulfill her dreams. So when she died, I made a commitment. I was a teacher and I made a commitment that I was going to help people on a deeper level. So I started coaching Mm. and neuro-linguistic programming and LP And I launched my business to help women so that no women will essentially die with their dreams still inside of them. I know that sounds cliche, but all of those events added up to where I am today. Yeah. Yeah. I was listening to something the other day
0: and I've heard it a few times. There's a book that is about what people say on their deathbeds. Mm -hmm. And I can't remember what it's called. I'll have to check it out. I'll put it in the show notes. I'll find it and I'll put it in the show notes. And one of the biggest things is that they didn't do the thing that they really really wanted to do and they either they either let other people influence them or they listened yeah. to others they didn't listen to themselves and yes. and they didn't go after the thing that knew they really wanted.
1: Exactly. Or they allow setbacks to, to stop them. Um, And so often we just allow other people's fear because I had no idea how to set up a school in Zimbabwe. I didn't know, I didn't have a clue. I'd never done it before, but I had this one belief. And this is what I'm going to share a bit later as well is the power of our beliefs. I knew to say yes. And I could figure out the how, Mm. and I think it is so important that we really connect to what we want and who we are to, to keep going, you know, with our purpose, yeah. with our mission.
0: Yeah. Awesome. I love that. What a story. And so did you know before you went to Zimbabwe that this was something that you were thinking of doing? Like no. it was just <laughs> like a
1: random. So I thought I was running a holiday program because it was like there's okay. holidays for a group of kids that lived on the streets. Yeah. Um, so if I was actually when I before I went to Zimbabwe, I was living with lepers in India. And as know, you do. Yeah. yeah right? I know. And people are like, hang on a second. Yeah. <laughs> the story is is so yeah, I was living with lepers in India teaching um children whose parents had leprosy. And and my friend who I'd met when I was volunteering in Zambia a few years earlier, he emailed me and he's like, Megan, we just housed these kids that lived on the streets. Do you want to come? And I knew in an instant that I had to be there. So my husband and I, we took a year off to volunteer in India Mm -hmm. and Zimbabwe. So no, I just went over there to run a holiday program. And this is the thing is that we have to be really connected to ourselves and take these chances because sometimes the most beautiful gifts that we're given are the ones that we just take because we see a need. We know we can meet it. We have the belief in ourselves and the values to support us and, and, and we just do it. (laughs) And that's just what I did. That's amazing. I just say, I don't think a lot of people do just do it. So I think that that's,
0: um, I think that that's incredible. Wow.
1: They're disconnected to their truth, to their knowing. Um, Mm. And the more connected we are to who we are inside, the more risks we can take because we know that we can back ourselves.
0: Yeah, awesome. And so I think that is the perfect segue into what we are talking about today, which is the 10 steps to turn desire into action and really breaking through resistance to achieve those things. And so based on what you know and what you work with women to do, what do you think are the first few steps that we need to be thinking about and taking?
1: Yeah, so we need to be really clear on what we desire. So even though when with my, my business and with the charity, I didn't necessarily know exactly what it would become, but I was clear on what I desired big picture. And, and so I think we need to have some kind of vision. And so I would say the first step is to get clarity. Some people say clarity is king. So I think it's really important to, to get some kind of clarity around what breaks our heart, what, what lights us up and where are our passion and skill set where do they combine
0: yeah.
1: so that we can then show that within our business then the second part is why why do you want to do that and that's also where where we can ask ourselves you know for what purpose do I want to actually achieve this and it's got to be bigger than us like Simon Sinek he talks a lot about the power of why mm. and I think it's really important that we are connected to a bigger, picture than just ourselves. Because when challenges arise in our business, if we're doing it just for us, we're going to falter. Mm-hmm. It's going to be much harder to keep getting up. But when we're focused on who we're serving, yeah. it, then, then that makes our why so much more powerful. So I'd say they're, they're the first two steps.
0: And for people who are kind of like, I don't know what I'm passionate about. Yeah. Because <laughs> I hear that as well. It's like, I kind of want to do something or I don't know what my
1: purpose is. I don't know what I'm passionate yeah. about. How do they figure that out? Yeah. So there's this man called Sir Ken Robinson and he talks about being in our element. Mm -hmm. And essentially it's just where, what are you most passionate about? And if you don't know, go back to your childhood because so often it's taken from us, you know, um, as we get older. And so what lit you up as a kid and then start doing that because when we connect to joy, we're more likely to find our passion. So connect to what brings you joy, and then also ask yourself um, a question that Dr. Teraya Trent talks about in her book *The Awakened Woman*. And I love this. And she says, "What breaks your heart? What makes you cry?" And so when you know what lights you up and what breaks your heart, you can then kind of see how when they're connected together, you can you can help that problem. And then where where are your skills? So your when you're in your element, it's where your skill set and your passion combine. So so where do they segue? So what are your skills? What are you good at? And then make them meet in the
0: middle. Does so that it might sense? be good to actually workshop that and sort of sit down with a piece of paper and go, Yes, what am I passionate about? Or yes. what like, you know, what am I really good at? What lights me up? Yes. When what have I done in the past that I've really enjoyed? Yes. Exactly. And so I think that when you Take it You've out of your it. head. And
1: that's what I do yeah. with, in my, in my sessions with mm. women and in my program is we actually get creative. Uh, the teacher in me comes out and we, I know we get big butcher's paper, we get pen and it's like a Venn diagram yeah. is what you create because when we're in that pocket, that's when we're in our element. That's when we're in flow. That's when we're, we're living our purpose and that's a really beautiful way of, of discovering it. It's actually a really fun process. So if you're mm. unsure, then instead of beating yourself up or thinking it's a negative, it's actually a really beautiful thing because now it means you can go exploring and having some fun and trying new things.
0: Yeah. Awesome. And so once you've kind of done a bit of that discovery or you've sort of decided, you know, what it is that you do desire, what else do you need to be doing with that?
1: Yeah, so the third thing is we need to create an identity that really aligns to that. So, so often we think, oh, just start doing things, but we forget that it comes back to who we're being. Mm-hmm. And it's really important that we look at our identity, we look at the characteristics and, okay, so, so what kind of person do I actually want to be and what characteristics do I need to develop in order to make this um, a reality? Mm-hmm. And so it's really good to, to strip back and, and look at, at, at that, because we don't we don't get what we want in life. We get who we're being, and so often we just think if we keep doing things, and it can feel like pushing a rock up a hill. If we just keep doing the action, and 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 it can be really exhausting. Whereas when we when we go back to our identity, when we go back to our characteristics, when we go back to how you see yourself, because if you see yourself as someone that's lazy then you're not going to take action. Whereas if you see yourself as someone that's resilient, yeah. you're more likely to do that, which leads into having a growth mindset. And so, so often we think that we're fixed, we can't change. And that's, that's not true at all. Yeah. Um, and so a growth mindset is saying, well, how can I learn? How can I grow? What can I do differently? And it's allowing guilt to guide us, not shame to suppress us and i think that that's really important because because when we feel certain emotions that trigger things in us getting curious is having a growth mindset where is this coming from and recognizing that if you make a mistake in your business or if you don't have that launch that you want instead of saying i am a failure or mm-hmm. i am a mistake just say that didn't work out how i wanted it to work out yeah what where did i go wrong what do what can we do differently so i think how you see yourself and the labels you assign to yourself and the words you say after I am. And Eckhart Tolle, Tolle says that they're the most powerful words we can ever say mm-hmm. is the words after I am. And so getting clear on that and then having a growth mindset to support it.
0: Yeah, I love that. And Brené Brown talks quite a bit about that as well, where she talks about, you know, even as kids, it's like, you know, when you say I I am bad as oh. opposed to I made a bad decision yes. then that that I am and then saying I'm bad or I I'm, I'm a failure or I'm wrong or whatever it is yeah that's what brings shame as well so it's just really interesting. interesting to understand that the language that we use is really powerful
1: yeah, because it sends messages to our unconscious mind, and everything we say and our body language—it's all—it's all teaching us, and it's rewiring our brain to think a certain way. Mm. And so the beautiful thing is, is that you can actually change it. So if you naturally gravitate towards the shame language—the I am a bad person, I'm a terrible mother, I'm a, I'm a bad business person. Then, then we can actually change our brain by repetition and by saying, no, separating your identity from your behaviour. I made a mistake. I did something mm. wrong. And I think that's really important distinction. And I, don't, and I think as women we can often get that wrong because we want to please, we want to be that good woman or that good mother or that good mm. business owner. So I think it's really important to create a habit of this. Yeah. And I think that that
0: growth mindset as well does position you to kind of say, okay, so that didn't work. What did I learn from it? Like you said. And no. I think that that's something, I mean, even I've just finished a launch and now I'm going through it with my launch manager, like what worked really well, what didn't work mm-hmm. well. You know, we didn't hit the number that I wanted. It was still an amazing launch and we did really well, but I had really high goals. Yeah. And so it's then that balance of, well, I didn't hit that goal but it's still a celebration, even though you know you didn't succeed. And it's actually quite an interesting internal tug of war between well, why didn't I achieve that goal, but then also knowing that you did really well. Yes, so, so I
1: exactly. think that it's interesting.
0: It's such yes. an interesting and, internal and I dialogue. Just,
1: I just had a launch too in the same thing. And so I'm going through it and it's just this constant tug of yeah. war, which leads me to the next point, which is just don't believe everything you think, question your thoughts. It's really important that we're like, so if you are finding yourself going down that fixed mindset of I am a bad person or of blaming or shaming yourself um, and feeling really down to just say, okay, not everything I think is true because so often we think all our thoughts are true, but they're actually not. And we have the power to, to let a thought go and to then focus on a new thought. And I think that's really important when we do, um, we, when we do face challenges in our business and we don't get the launch results mm. that we want is to recognise, okay, right now and to acknowledge that thought. Right now I'm thinking some pretty harmful thoughts and I'm just going to acknowledge it and let it go. And I think that's a really great gift we can give ourselves too. Yeah. But
0: I think it's also good just to be able to have the tools to be able to work through that.
1: Yeah, and to be able to,
0: I think it's having that conscious, like having that conscious stream that that I'm catching that thought in that moment, and I'm actually going to like write that down and maybe write all the reasons why I'm thinking that, Mm. but then be able to consciously flip that thought
1: as well. Yeah, exactly, and and just know that what you focus on is what you get in life, and where your focus goes goes your energy flows yeah. as well so if you're just focusing on what didn't work all the time and you need to so that you you obviously need to focus on what didn't work so that you can um you know amend things for next time but you also need to focus on what did work and mm-hmm. and then magnify that for next time as well so where is your focus and and what are you constantly thinking because that will shape your brain too. And so it's really important to be really aware of, of what we are constantly thinking and that little chatterbox in our head know, mm. and being aware of that, that it's not necessarily the truth. Mm. And I think it's also,
0: um, celebrating our successes. I yes. think a lot of times we live in what didn't work or what I'm not doing well, or why I'm not as good as her or that person. And I think that, um, spending more time celebrating what we do well,
1: I think reinforces that in ourselves as well. Yes, absolutely it does. Even if you didn't get the numbers you wanted in your launch or even if you were trying to sell a product and it didn't land or whatever it may be in your business, celebrate the fact that you just did it. Mm. Like because you worked hard for it and it seems Don't you
0: worry, Megan, I still had that bottle of champagne. <laughs>
1: That's so good. And so did I, I'm about to buy Mr. <laughs> Zimmy outfit.
0: <laughs> I bought mine last night.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah. Sale. I know. It was oh, in my man. cart ready, ready for that credit card. But it's, it's just really, whether it's small yeah. and, and it's just like, um, and, and it's for me as well. I went to a bookstore. I know this sounds, I love reading. I'm an avid reader. And I mm. actually bought, the, the Book of Joy by the Dalai Lama and mm. um, Desmond Tutu, two people I wow. have admired and respected their work. And it's all about finding joy in our challenges. And that was me celebrating because... <laughs> hey, whatever works. I know, right? <laughs> Going to a bookstore and, and having a cup of tea and reading a book on finding joy. Yeah. Um, and so that's really important. And this mm. book reiterates our point, is, yeah. is that the more joy we can find, it just, no matter where we're at in life, in our business, in those little moments, then that will eventually increase our overall happiness. And when we're happy, we're more likely to learn. We're going to do better in our business. We're going to be more focused on our why and who mm. we're serving. And then that leads us to create empowering beliefs. And so often we, we think we have to just keep doing and doing and doing in our business. And we forget to get pleasure And when we're coming from this place of joy and pleasure, it tends to be more of a place of service as well. Yeah. And then we're focused more on who we're doing it for and the people that we're serving. And so, yeah. So my next point is creating empowering beliefs. Mm. Our beliefs are shaped by our identity and how we see ourselves. And, and therefore the beliefs we have shape the stories we tell ourselves. Mm. And so it's really important that we have beliefs that, for example, when I set up the school, my belief was say yes, and I can figure out the how. And that's the same with my business. I just say yes, and then I just figure it out. Yeah. I ask people, and or another belief I have is is when when my back's against the wall, the best in me comes out. So when I'm in the challenges, that's when I, the best in me comes out. Is
0: mm.
1: is through that, and another belief I have is the rest is the work, and it's taken me a long time to get to that point where I realize that resting is the best work I can do for my business because I. I'm a doer. And yeah. I'm like, I don't know how to rest, but that belief has helped me. Um, so, so, so creating beliefs that really support you and that's mm. really individualistic to who you are. And, um, but it's really important because the beliefs shape our stories around mm. who we are. And then that shapes out the habits that we create and what we end up doing.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And just as you were talking, I just wrote down like what we practice becomes embedded beliefs and practices as well. Like I just think it's, it's that repetition Mm -hmm. of positive action or positive thought or practice that then just becomes the habits that we have, which I think is. Yeah,
1: exactly. It's like a cycle. Mm. And, and it's like a circle and, mm. and, it, and it all supports. So it can be a circle of fear and a circle of shame, or it can be mm. a circle of empowerment and of action and of joy. Mm. And we get to choose that. And that's a really beautiful thing is that when we're coming from this place of hundred percent responsibility and we realize the, the power that we actually contain the choices we have yeah. over these decisions, uh, it can change everything. Yeah, it, it can. And it's really important that we also, when we're creating beliefs, that we make sure our beliefs are believable. And so I think this is a mistake that some people have is that, for example, with self-love, you know, if, if, if you really struggle with that and then you say, okay, well, I'll just create a belief that I love everything about myself. If you don't actually believe it, it's not going to work. And you can say it as a mantra as often as you like mm. and repeat it, but it's not going to last. So Instead, your belief could be, it is possible for me to love all of me. Mm. And then, yeah, I actually believe it is possible. I'm not there yet. And that's when you start to um, make those positive steps. And so it's really important, I think, that you believe your new beliefs. Mm. Yeah. If that makes yeah, sense. No,
0: yeah, no, I do. I do. I love that. I think that's so good. So I think just on that before we go to the next point the question that i would ask if you're listening to this is what does your circle look like what does that cycle mm-hmm. that thought cycle that belief cycle that practice cycle look like is it positive is it negative is it like what you know what what yeah what is that on a regular basis for you and i yeah. think people know as well like i think you know whether you have positive or negative cycles or circles. Absolutely.
1: Yeah. For sure. And it's okay to have them as long as you're aware of it and you're able to move through it when mm. you're ready. Cuz I think there becomes a point in time where we get sick of our own of our own, of our own bullshit essentially yeah. and we're just like okay, I need to break this now. Yeah. And and so yeah, being aware is so important. So you know, if you have an identity of someone that is you know, really fearful or I'm, uh, oh, I'm a perfectionist, that's a big one I see, which I, it, perfectionism is really just fear must, um, you know, that, that's all it is. And, and, you know, so if you have that as your identity, then your belief will be, oh, I can't take action and, until it's perfect. So therefore your cycle will then be, you won't take action, you'll procrastinate and therefore you won't get the results you want because it was never good enough. And so therefore it just keeps going in a circle and in a circle. Mm. And that's why it's so important that we get to the root and say, well, who do I think I am? Mm. What do I believe about myself? What identity am I forming? Um, and, and that's where we can start to really break it.
0: Yeah, no, that's so good. I was, I was actually talking to my BBA ladies the other day and I just said that, perfectionism is really just the perfect storm of procrastination and self-sabotage because nothing will ever be perfect. So if no. you ever, if you think that that's possible, you're already lying to yourself, like nothing's ever going to happen. And also it, you can't make it amazing and as good as you want it to be until you put it out there and you are able to listen to how it can be better and the feedback and you know, yeah. that evolution as well. Yeah. So yes. and,
1: and we just procrastinate and we sabotage on things that on, on, on based on fear. Yeah. And we have three main dominant fears, the fear that we're not good enough, the fear that we don't belong and the fear of not being loved. And so if you were to break it down with your perfectionism and, you know, procrastination, self-sabotage, which we can all have in business and in our own lives, then we'll be able to say, okay, which fear am I most fearful of? Is it, am I fearful of not belonging? Am I fear fear that, that I'm not going to be loved? Do I fear I'm not good enough? And then you, you get to the root of that because otherwise you're just going to keep on masking it up mm. and, and operating from, from that place. So it's important to get to the root of, of where that's coming from to rip it out mm. so that when you are triggered again, you can recognize it quicker and you're able to break that cycle.
0: Yeah, no, I love that. That's so good. So what number are we up to?
1: Uh, seven. Okay. Um, implement habits. It's really important that we implement habits that create this identity. Um, so just little daily habits. And, and so our beliefs and the stories we tell ourselves, our identity, they shape our habits. They shape what we do. And, and our habits are actually just we can change our habits when we just change a belief, it's very, it's very easy to change a habit, but we often think that it has to be something big or it has to be something grand, but it can just be little things like swapping, swapping things. So, and, and it's really important as well when we do habits that we are very time specific, location specific, and very specific about what good habit we want to create. Mm -hmm. Because if we're very vague, we're not going to stick to it. Yeah. So, so the habits we create will really impact how resilient we are too with overcoming things. You know, do you have a habit of mindfulness and meditation? How do you start your morning is going to impact mm-hmm. how you set up the rest of the day. How you end your day will, will impact the quality of your sleep and how you start the next day. So I like to look at, at little rituals as well that I have self-love rituals and, and rituals to honor different parts of who I am too, because that will also impact, you know, how, how we can just keep going
0: in -hmm. the
1: face of adversity or challenge or whatever it is that we find ourselves up against.
0: Yeah. I read Atomic Habits, um, recently, I think it was at the beginning of the year. When I say read, I listened to it on Audible. Um, (laughs) Well, <laughs> let me. I'm not gonna lie to you, I listened to it, uh, yeah, which was really good and interesting as well. And it was very mm-hmm. practical about yeah. how to form habits as well. So I'll link that up in the show notes too. But I found that a really good one,
1: yeah. Atomic Habits is brilliant. Another great book on habits is by Brendan Burchard, High Performance Habits, mm-hmm. um, and so he goes through oh, he did. An astronomical amount of research, and he he talks about that at the start of the book. Into yeah. this, but essentially, he looked at the seven. I think it's seven. I have to don't don't quote me on that. Um, I don't have the book in front. That's of me, okay. But he looks at the that how many habits that the most highest performers have, and by that he means they've like been able to sustain a high performance, so not just reach and then drop. Mm. And what were the key habits that got them there and help mm. them sustain that? And it's and it's really interesting to have a look at that. So often, it's not those massive, big habits; it's those little habits that we do on a daily basis mm-hmm. that it can make a huge difference. Like how much water we drink, how much yeah. sleep we get, how much we move our bodies. Um, growth mindset is one of them.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, and what
0: does he call them? He calls them compounding habits.
1: In yes. um, it does in, yeah. uh,
0: in atomic habits, which is that the incremental it's like Absolutely. what you do every day compounds into like great habits and great results, yes? Kind of thing, yes. yeah.
1: Well, the quality of our life is determined by the quality of our habits, yes, and yeah. and so it's really important that we we really form empowering habits, yeah, and and repetition. Is, is key because habits are actually formed in the reptilian part of the brain, mm-hmm. the lower part of the brain, not where logic is, the upper yeah. part. So therefore that part of our brain requires repetition in order for it to work. And so that's why it's really important that we just keep on at it, keep doing it. Um, and if you, You break a habit, then just get back. And and it's just about swapping as well, a a bad habit for a good habit. And link it back to your identity. If I was somebody who is being organized, for example, Mm -hmm. what belief would I have? I'm an organized person. So what habit would I create from that? I would um, every Sunday night work out exactly what I'm doing for the week ahead and see how it can shape then what you have is you'd have greater success in your business because you would actually be ticking things off that you need to. So, so if you see how it works in that way, well, who am I being? I'm being somebody who is open to receiving. Okay. So what would you believe? My belief is I am worthy of receiving. So what habit would you have? You might have a habit of meditation or, or openness or connection with people. Mm. And then you'll start receiving more into your life too whatever it is for you. So so yeah, it it all is connected together.
0: Yeah. No, I love that. That's so good. And yeah, there's so many good books on habits at the moment, but I'll link yeah. up Atomic Habits and The High Performance Habits as well. Um if you want to check those out too. What's
1: awesome. up? Yeah, yeah, they're they're brilliant books. And and so then that brings me to the next point which is to have the end in mind. So it's it's really good to know what what is it that you actually want to achieve and to have that goal and and to really think and be i guess it links back to my first point which is clarity and so it's really important to just have that end in mind so when challenges arise when hiccups happen when you don't get that launch that you want in your business to keep focused on well what is my end end goal here and and then work backwards from that you know
0: yeah No, I think that that's so good to have. And it's kind of, it is going back to um, that why as well. Like I always say that, you know, I always come back to my vision. It sits on my wall on my Kiki K planner that's next to my desk. And it's just always coming back to that and just, you know, knowing why you're doing what you're doing um, and really thinking about, well, you know, whatever I've just achieved, whatever I've just done, I'm still fulfilling that vision. Yeah. It may not be where I think it should be, yes. but I'm still fulfilling that vision.
1: Exactly. You're still moving towards it. Yeah. And, and if you already had whatever your goal is, who would you be and what would you do? That's a yeah. question I ask my clients. If you already had that, who would you be and what would you do differently to what you're doing now? So if you already had that six figure business or multiple six figures or seven figure, or maybe it's not a, a number in your business, it could mm. be something else. Then who would you be and what would you do? And that's where you need to operate from. Yeah. Because if you operate from who where you're at right now, you're just going to keep getting the same results. Whereas if you operate from who you are in your future self, mm. for example, and you think of, well, what would a six-figure business owner do? Who would who would they be? What what habits would they have? What beliefs would they have about themselves? Yeah how can I model that? So that's also really important with, with having that end in mind.
0: Yeah, no, I love that. I think that that's such a good, um, good way of thinking about it and challenging yourself as well. Challenging your thinking, am I (laughs) thinking as where I am at now, or am I thinking as my future self where I want to be?
1: Exactly. That's, that's, that's so important. And for me personally, I have to keep reminding myself that <laughs> no,
0: I kind of feel like me too. I'm like, I, I'm like, have I been thinking like that?
1: Like, I know where I want to go. I
0: know yeah. where I want to be. Like when you say, well, if you were there, what would be different? I'm like, I know all of that, but am I actually playing in that space today? Am I thinking like that woman yes. today? And yeah. I think it's such a good question to ask a like that one. I'm going to be adopting that one, Megan.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So if you already had that, who would you be and what yeah. would you do? Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: As you were saying it, I was like, this is what I'd be doing. Yeah. Yes,
1: Exactly. Yeah.
0: <laughs> and and think- it's not just buying more Gorman or Mr. Zimmy. No.
1: No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, so your future self might be wearing that, but it's much deeper than that. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. That's and, good. And so then that takes me to the the ninth step, which yeah. is to take small steps daily. I think we can overwhelm ourselves and we can think that like we have this end in mind, we have this vision. I'm a big picture person. So Mm. this one's really important for me. I can get lost in the clouds of my vision to to change the world. And it's important to just break it down and to just take small steps because those small steps each day Mm. they they lead you to the to the end result. Yeah.
0: Um
1: So that's why I do break it down on a Sunday night. I look at what I want to achieve by the end of the week and then I break it down into mm-hmm. daily tasks because that just keeps me um, focused.
0: Yeah, that's so great. And what's
1: the last one? So the last one is celebrate like what we said. It's really so we important talk, to just yeah. celebrate. Celebrate your wins um, big and small. And, and I think it's just really important to have that, that joy and to choose to feel good every yeah. day during isolation because in Melbourne where, where I'm at, we're currently in lockdown. And so every day I just ask myself if I'm choosing to feel good today, what would I, what do I need to do? Because I know that if I'm operating from a place of feeling good, then I am going to, to create more beauty in this world. I'm going to respond to my children better. I'm going to give better, like more to my clients. So I always come from a place of feeling good. That doesn't mean denying my emotions. If that, if I don't feel good, I will journal, I will honor them. I'll nap if I can, but with two little toddlers, it's not always the case, but you know, it's about acknowledging that I'll take a bath, but I'm also like, but I'm doing that because I know it will lead me to feeling good down the track. Whereas if I suppress those then I'm just going to feel crap for the rest of the day. So it's not about denying anything that's negative. It's about honouring that because I know I'll move through it to feeling good.
0: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I think, like you just said, especially this year, it has been hard, Um, but I'm just focused on today. Yes. Like the only thing I'm like, today I'm going to wear pink lipstick and I'm going to blow dry my hair. Like today I'll... Finish work early, and I'll go for a walk, and buy you know a treat for the kids at the bakery with them, or like yeah. you know just what's today. And so I think that that's the other thing. I think a lot of people are kind of like, well, what's going to happen, and when's it going to end, and how are we going to do? It? And I'm just like, you know, something. Literally, all I can cope with is today. Oh, <laughs> just yes. like the only thing I can control is today. So exactly. that's what I'm going to focus on. Yeah,
1: yeah, and I love just saying, um, it's a ah. Uh, now, anyway, I've forgotten the original um, source of it. It's a mm. proverb, but I forgot what country it's from. Mm. So if anybody knows. Yeah, but, we'll find it. <laughs> yeah, what's the most important minute? Yeah. The next. And that's it. It's just the next minute. That's the most important minute of our day. Yeah. It's just the next minute. So it's, it's really important that we practice mindfulness and that we are present because especially now in isolation, mm. it is so hard some days to just keep going and so by being really present and mindful um it's really it's really important so that's why celebrating is really important um get those endorphins happening releasing the serotonin the dopamine ticking things off your to-do list anything that makes you feel a bit better do it
0: yeah, a hundred percent. And I even think, you know, I'm like, well, what can we look forward to? So like Friday night we do um, homemade pizzas and I might have a bath or we might have a glass of wine or we might kind of plan to, you know, play play a board game. The kids look forward to that. And so even like the tiniest things. Is, is kind of that something you can look forward to as well as like, you know, being present in today and showing up as best you can. Um, and then just have little things that you can maybe look forward to as well that, you know, are going to be small celebrations or, you know, small happy moments and things like that too.
1: Yeah, really important. And and even celebrating it with other people and 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 letting them, like we can't see people at the moment here, but but letting our joy be collective mm. is also really beautiful yeah so you know picking up the phone and talking to somebody who raises your energy who lifts you up it can make all the difference yeah. too um, and so yeah I really I really think it's important to just think how can I bring joy more joy into my world today? yeah.
0: Yeah, no, that's so good.
1: That was so good. Well, thank you for that. And so
0: we're going to have all of those details in the show notes, but the 10 steps to turn desire into action we talked about, be clear on what you desire, know why you desire it, create an identity that aligns to it, implement a growth mindset, question your thoughts, create empowering beliefs. Uh, implement habits that support your new identity, have the end in mind, take small steps daily and celebrate the big and small wins. And I love that framework that you've got, Megan. So thank you so much for sharing that with us. Oh,
1: thank you. I trust that it's really added value to people and it's been such a a blessing to, to share it with you. That's so good. So those who are listening right now,
0: um, where can they find out more about you and where can they maybe come and say hi and
1: follow you? Where's the best place for that? Yeah. So my website is meganjaworski.com. So um, we'll my, have the link. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm like Jaworski's are hard when I'm married. I should have kept my maiden name really. Um, it was Coles, much easier. But yeah, so it's meganjaworski.com. Pretty simple um, webs- like, yeah, website name. Or on Instagram and uh, Facebook is at the at symbol xo. Okay, great. But on social media is just meganjaworski.xo. And, um, yeah, I'm on Instagram, I'm on Facebook. And I am on LinkedIn, but I don't use it that often. So that's website. That's right.
0: We'll tag you. We'll tag you on LinkedIn, which is our, our little home where we like to hang out. But oh, I really because I'm gonna get more active on LinkedIn. So No, not on LinkedIn on Instagram. Did oh, I just Instagram. say LinkedIn? I'm never on LinkedIn. <laughs> oh, okay. I was like, oh wow. <laughs> no, Instagram. Sorry. No,
1: that's uh, good. Because yeah, I'm mainly on Instagram too. <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah, that was definitely not where I'm hanging out <laughs> <laughs> oh. Very good. Well, you can check out all of Megan's links in the show notes. Um, I really enjoyed this conversation. I love talking about this topic and I really hope that it helped you. Anybody who is listening, whether you're on your walk or jog or whatever it is that you're doing, um, I really hope that that's helped you to move through some of the things that you're really wanting to achieve. And just remember, you know, from the beginning of this conversation, we were talking about the regrets that people have is not doing the things that they really want to do. And so I think hopefully this is that little nudge for you to do what you've been dreaming of.
1: The world just needs your light. Like, honestly, ladies men whoever's listening to this just you have got something so beautiful to share with the world in your business and so just just do it
0: just Just do it it.
1: yeah just shine (laughs) just shine your light. they need it (laughs) I love it thank you so much for hanging out with us Megan you're welcome thanks
0: How good was that? I absolutely loved that chat with Megan. I think that, you know, something we've just got to talk about this stuff more. Some of the things that really stood out for me that she said was, we don't get what we want. We get who we're being. I don't know about you, but I love that. And also what we practice becomes embedded beliefs and habits. And then also what's your thought cycle. So I think these are some things for us to be thinking about. I would love you to share this on Insta, tag Megan and myself. Uh, She shared her handle with you. It'll be in the show notes as well. And let us know what you think, like what are you doing right now that's working for you? Did some of the tips that she shared in this episode really help you? I would love to know. So definitely share this um, if you got a lot out of it, but that's it for another week. I love having these really in-depth conversations. I think that they're so valuable. It's not just about business and what we do, but it's how we show up and it's really our thought and mindset and, you know, our emotional process through all of this as well. So thanks for hanging out. As always, I hope that you have a good rest of your day and rest of your week, no matter what you're doing. Make sure that you're following me on all socials at Suze Chadwick, but you know that I love hanging out on the gram. Send me a DM come and hang out. It's always fun. But if you enjoyed this episode, I'd love you to leave a review as well on whichever app you listen to the podcast on, because it does help other people to find us and it helps with my rankings so that people can find us. The music to this podcast was created by Ixon on SoundCloud. But until next time, have an awesome week. And as always, make sure you keep playing big and branding bold.